Welcome to the Creative Plan Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews of items, and convention panels, and other exciting things that we run into from time to time. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Oh, and, thank you. And your fabrics. <laughs> yes, well, when um, it take, can take a while to get there, um, but they're getting better about uh, time, you know, because, of course, things are moving faster now. Right. Um, yeah. But and 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 one fat quarter is about, you know, like ten and a half bucks. That's not it, awful. No, because I mean it's pr- hand printed, you know, or not printed. You know, it's like they have to print it, you know, and you don't get the full <laughs> back order. Right. Okay. Because of course, since what they're doing is they're printing all these back quarters on one thing, um, so it's going to be it's going to have a white cotton edge okay. to it. Um, but still, even with that, I'm able to get two, three masks of the, of the sculpted style out of it or two out of the, um, the folded style. Yeah. yeah. So that's not that bad. That's and bad. if I'm going to wear a mask, um, I mean, I also have my Star Wars mask, uh, the yeah. first one I made myself. Um, but these have elastic, so nice. they're much more comfortable. <laughs> and I lined these two mm. in uh, um, old pillowcases. Awesome. Oh, nice! Really old, so they're, so they're super light and soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, and mom was just gonna get rid of them anyways because they don't have yeah. matchings. I'm like, nope. I uh, took wash those up, took them, and um, I'm using them to for the backings of masks. Cute. Excellent. I was going to say, cool. did you share pictures of your mask? Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, I have a text up with Evie um, uh, and Jocelyn. Oh, okay. And good. and now we can hear you, Jim. Yay. Thank you. We are seriously uh, meta. Yeah. We've got Skype and Roll20 open and a text message. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And we're messaging we'll in Skype while talking world. on Skype. I yes. know. This is it's madness. It's madness. This, this is the world we now live in. Yes, this, this is, is our life. You know what? It lets me talk live to you folks. Yay. And that is like hella cool. Yeah. That is like hella, hella awesome. Hella, hella awesome. Much needed. Uh, much needed. I mean, interact. Well, I need contact with my people. I do. On the plus side, like I've told with some of my other gaming groups, folks that never would have gamed online are gaming online because of the COVID-19. So at least we're (laughs) forcing some of the neckbeards to become modernized and use technologies. 
<laughs> you know what? It the having the technologies means we can contact each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When me and my siblings were looking for my dad because we didn't know where he was, well, how we finally found him is we put it out on Facebook, and a friend of a friend of a friend happened to be in Bangkok and <laughs> went and found his ass. That's just See, amazing. Totally the random and really small. Well, I mean, in the Mormon <clears throat> community, it was a friend of a friend, and it, this friend of a oh, friend was actually on M- a mission time. Gee, that is awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Did we share something via side message? She, yeah. for for uh, Gish, uh, she made a wedding dress and, out of uh, plastic bags, it looks like. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. And it it's feed. fucking fabulous. It had to I be, love the bow on the ass. It needed a butt bow. <laughs> it had to be made out of recyclable plastic grocery bags and other plastic recyclables. So the whole thing is made out of plastic. That is awesome. And it's fabulous. And uh, Jim, I already posted it all over Facebook. So Under Facebook. Um, the collar is yeah. particularly lovely. Thank yes. You. Thank you. Oh, I love the teardrop though on the bustle. Thank you. Yes. That well. Is- I did make a bustle cage out of heavy duty cable ties and uh, bubble paper, bubble wrap. So there is a bustle underneath all that nonsense. <laughs> that, is that is so freaking. Well, that explains why it's got that loft. <laughs> yeah, you got that. You gotta have high water booty thing going on. You gotta have it, otherwise, <laughs> you know, it would just be flat. Right. Right. And get that booty, booty. Yeah, like <laughs> Renee and I are gonna get get uh, Callum's hoop skirt to go under his dress. Oh, yay! Because so it needs it. It needs it. It needs that shape. Now, yeah. see what you need to do is you need to find a similar uh, color fabric, then put uh um uh like a vamove kind of thing, cover it in a white lace so you can see it through it. Um, and make a mask out of it for him. Oh, so yeah. Mask with lace on the edgings or something. Hold you it. Know, well, it I'm going to be getting a pink, a pink silk to make his, his split drawers and yeah. lace to go all over that. So I'll get a lace that I can put on a mask. And I'll yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, got to be the mask must match the outfit. Exactly. Yeah. It Absolutely. has to be matchy matchy. Absolutely. Yes. You know, it's and an you, ensemble. Really. Well, and yes. Jocelyn, you have leftover fabric of your caftan, right? Oh, so fuck yes. Yeah. No. Gotta make a mat, uh, masks because we have to make matching masks and hats. Absolutely. So, okay. Well, my, my, at least matching my masks. Hawaiian shirt tailcoat? I already have a mask that I made to match it. Yes, oh. you did, Queen. <laughs> yes, you did. That's excellent. So I can go shopping in my tailcoat and top hat. With my mouth match. I love that. Fabulous. I love it. Yeah. Jocelyn, guess how she, you know, she sent me the uh, um, elastic. You know how she um, uh, uh, signed the envelope? How? Evie Sven. Evie Sven. (laughs) That's great. That's great. I love it. I do I too. I gotta make sure my girls have what they need to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sven. You're oh, so good. Yeah. 
I mean, so you have your, your personal protective equipment. Oh, my God. He's with me. <laughs> yeah, don't you know? I mean, he's just, you know, just awesome. You know, I got to take care of my girls. They're my money makers. Yeah. He's taking <laughs> care of us. Oh, yeah. my God. Super duper. Oh. I, I offered you full medical coverage. <laughs> so All my girls. So thoughtful, <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, This was so right to do. You should know that uh, the wedding dress bride is named Kunigunda. Kunigunda! <laughs> oh, hell yeah. So, <laughs> just so you know. That you know, you're honoring my whole family. I am. I am. And it's I just... got my keybunk teeth this week. Oh, Edie Betts, the Magnificent. Oh, I love them so much. I love them so too. They, they have a sample of this Harvest Spice tea. Oh, oh my God, I'm going to have to get guys. a bucket of that shit because holy crap. <laughs> yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. It's Mexi tea. Yes. It is, it's caffeine free so I can have a pot in the evening and enjoy it and just chill out. When I go to Utah to visit fam, I can take that because we can all drink it and enjoy it. And That's I can make excellent. sure my family knows how to tea duel. Ah. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Bring the joys I've, of tea dueling. Right. I've already got Yogi and Rocky tea dueling. So I got to get the rest of the family involved. <laughs> I love it. Excellent. Callum is going to dig the shit out of it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> And Heck the f- yeah. The fact that it might add some zangy flavor to your bicky. See, now he just needs fingerless lace gloves to match Aww. so that way he doesn't get them dirty when tea dueling. Yeah. I will I will look for fingerless lace gloves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you so know, I cute. Got the jeans. Exactly. See. I mean the the kid buys himself a pink and lace dress because he wants one. Not for a costume. But because he wants it. So cute. Yeah, I'm right. I'm going to get the hoop skirt to go with it. Because <laughs> well, you're a good auntie. These That's other people so don't know that you've got to have the hoop skirt to make it right. Otherwise, it's well, limp. Right. It's limp. And you can't. It's just bags. He says, well, I bought a hoop and I sewed it. I tacked it in the bottom and it totally makes a difference. So I see what you mean now. <laughs> so I know, right? It, it gives it the structure and keeps it from dragging. That's yeah, so the, 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 ghetto, the ghetto hoop skirt is the um, uh, uh, hula hoop with straps. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's got the one hoop on it. These ones, the ones you get downtown, are for, like, quinceanera, so they've got, like, three or four graduated sizes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Which, that's... for the Lolita look, you really do need that. Yeah. Yeah. It gives it oof. You yeah. do, you do, you need it. Oh man, that's yeah. so cute. Yeah, my boy. And then <laughs> you know, at Halloween, I'll go find him a pink wig. <laughs> oh yes, he needs a pink wig and a tiara to go with that. Up, of course. Goodness, absolutely. Right? Yeah, I will help him dress his stuff. But I'm going to make yes. him the chonies. I'm it should be him. a dusty rose. Yeah. You know yeah. that. Look, not right, like light that When you dress, you dress from the chonies out. It's got, you got to have the right underclothes to make the dress look right. Or it just and, isn't going to work. 
And no, also it's not. Just properly. Right. I will see that. That's my job. It is your job as his aunt. Absolutely. As his aunt who's who understands these things. Heck yeah. You wear the right underclothing. <laughs> so, Kelly, you should know that I have now ordered my rainbow dice fat quarter so I can make my own fucking rainbow Yay! dice. <laughs> do, do they not have some fantastic ones? They do. I, I might have gotten a sparkly, glittery unicorn one as well. <laughs> oh, wow. I, uh, my favorites are like, yeah. So I'll only like order because, you know, I'll order three at the most at one time because, you know, it gets pricey. So and then. Yeah. You know. Well, the fat quarters, since you can do a sufficient number of masks that way. The fat quarters are not a bad option. I know, but I want so many of those pretty, pretty. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I feel I've always resisted um, buying from Spoonflower because it is spendy. Uh, mm-hmm. But those are some great prints. I a lot of times, and, and whenever they have a sale on fat quarters is usually when I buy, a, you know, more. Because uh, every once in a while they do have sales on fat quarters, That's excellent. so it's like only like six bucks or something. Oh Jesus! Well, please well, let me so know once in a happens. blue moon. I will actually because I get their emails. So if uh... good. So my uh, dinner is out for delivery, and I'm gonna go grab a drinky. Do we want to do the uh, RPG a day thing when I get back with my liquids? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sounds good. Right. I'm going to go grab my drink. Perfect. Beverage. I'm going to cover up my sewing machine. You should. It's yeah. your baby. I know. I keep uh, I keep it covered. You have to keep a sign to keep Frey away from it. <laughs> so tomorrow I'll need you to put uh, Jocelyn's in the car for me. <clears throat> or you mean tonight? Yeah, either way. I'll be dropping it off tomorrow after my dentist appointment. Alrighty. Which is easier? The backpack or behind the driver's seat? The backpack. Okay, okay I have returned and I have my hard cider. Woohoo. Yes. I'm kinda jealous. Got my, my hard cider store. <laughs> and I got home and Brandy had made salmon and green beans and French fries. So oh, I nice. ate lovely foods. Yes, no, mom asked me what I wanted for dinner tonight, and I went with one of my favorites from childhood. Yeah. Um, pork chops smothered in uh, mushroom gravy, you know, uh, baked in mushroom gravy served oh. over rice. Yeah. Um, with green beans, though the green okay. beans are optional. That When I was a kid, it was always, you know, it's just one of the comfort food things. Is today your actual birthday? No, no, Saturday. Okay. Yeah. But the mominator's taking care of you. Yeah, it's just it's been a really rough week. It's a short week for me. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. But of course, they're like. Yeah, the same amount of work. No, no, extra work. You have extra work and a short week. Exactly. Nice. So, hey, Kelly. By the way. We're going to give you a whole new MU where we're going to move all these people in next week 
and you're not going to have anything set up and no information. Oh, and by the way, when they those agents go live, I'm going to be off for a week. Have fun. And by the way, MU means a whole line of business for her. Well, no, it's it's uh, it's it's like a different site. Boy. So I have now two sites in the Philippines mm-hmm. or will as of next week. Uh, hey, hopefully they're doing better than our site in the Philippines because our site's down to only one person helping us. Well, this the the new site that I'm getting is in Cebu. My current one is Macaulay. So I'm not sure where yours is. I have to check again because there's like three different sites according to their business name. Oh, I forgot where Golda said she went for the actual site. They call the city different things. So it's like, uh, you know, it could be it's Cebu, but it's really Manila or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like downtown is named different than uptown. Exactly. So it's like, it's very confusing. Yeah. Sort of like in Tucson, we just say, you know, it's Fifth Avenue, it's Fourth Avenue, or it's down by the airport. Yeah. 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 But, so. But it's all still Tucson. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, what? Evie said, but it's all still Tucson. Yeah. It's not called, you know, bumfuck. <laughs> bumfuck Egypt. Yeah, which was a part of Tucson, but it's still called Tucson. Mm-hmm. We we have five different bumfuck Egypts. One bum, bumfuck Egypt is is Green Valley. The other is Oro Valley, opposite ends, north and south. Then we have three points, mm-hmm. which is now just called Del Sol area because it's. The casino is more important than, than the three points area. <laughs> yeah, it's making more money. You know, it's just north of the reservation, but apparently it's where all the uh, the meth is now done. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, Lovely. The, the last update I got, apparently that's the place you go for that kind of thing. No, thank you. <laughs> that would be because it was the super cheap property like three years ago. It was, actually. So everybody and their friends that doesn't like having a unified police department... And likes to be out in the desert when out in that direction. Mm. Brother. I prefer something more centrally located. Well, I'm pretty central here. Burbank is pretty much close enough to anything. But True. You know what? I'm looking forward to being out in the mountains in Utah. So when are you thinking of going? End of the year. Uh huh. So we won't see you next August. Uh uh-uh. uh Well, by August, we're still not going to be able to go out and do stuff. Well, I hope so by next August, because next ready August, blue- yeah, yeah, not this August. I mean next August. Well, yeah. actually, more September, beginning of September. Um. Because theoretically, we still have our ladies' cruise on the books. There you go. When is that planned? Uh, the very end of August next year, early September. I'm back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Welcome back. 
Okay, you know, I can come out here to go shopping that weekend. <laughs> I don't know if we'll do the shopping portion, but who knows? I yeah. Oh, gosh. And I don't – I mean, I'm still planning to go to that, but I think mm-hmm. uh, my um, – my time is going to be affected by whether or not Glenn and I go to Europe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We couldn't do that this year. Mm. Like, like everything. Yeah. All these plans, we all. Hello. Hear you, Jim. Can you is hear Jim me? Having... Yeah. yeah, we can hear you. Okay, uh, everybody just went like really silent all of a sudden. Well, I'm you listening. said hello, and so we all waited to see what you, what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, so true. I was saying hello, but nobody was. I was hearing just dead silence in the middle of you guys talking about the, <laughs> the planning. Well, because you said hello, and we like what? What? Well, we were waiting also, for you to finish. They, right now, we can't go into any other country because all the other countries on the planet are saying, oh, you're from the U.S.? You can't come here. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. No. Well, don't, <laughs> don't really blame them. Um, I, had, I was talking to my aunt and uncle before um, gaming and everything. The conversation with my uncle always goes really fine. Um, the conversation with my aunt is a little bit more loaded because she's a Trump fan and she Boy. listens to Fox News all the time. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> and uh, she's also dying. So I'm not going to be like arguing with her. But I usually do try really hard to avoid political conversations. I guess she's. She's taken to referring to COVID as just the flu. Well, it's just the flu. And I was like, listen, uh-huh. it's, it's not the flu. And again, she's dying. If she gets COVID, she will die. Yeah. She will die. Because that's, I mean, she's dying of lung problems, right? Oh, then she is, yeah, hypersensitive to COVID. She's extremely high risk. I mean, she's in hospice. Jesus. So... But she's definitely been drinking the Trump Kool-Aid. And um, so she's just like, oh, the flu. And I said, it's not the flu. oil salesman is saying the same fucking thing it's like there's not any sort of a difference of opinion on the nature of COVID-19 unless you are a goddamn moron right so there are some morons out there there are yeah including my aunt um so uh idiots (laughs) idiots (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's always very frustrating. But she was like, oh, well, you know, um, do you have any plans, any trips coming up? And I'm like, no, <laughs> there's a pandemic. Oh, well, are you dating anyone? No, <laughs> there's a pandemic. It was just like the whole conversation went this way. And so we had to keep coming back to this conversation. And finally, I was like, listen, Things are bad in Arizona. They had to bring in refrigerator trucks 
for the extra bodies because the morgues are full. And I'm just like, how can you refer to it as being the flu? That doesn't happen during flu season. Maybe that happens during the Spanish flu season in 1919, but it doesn't happen during flu season anymore. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's happening here in Texas, too. I'm like, so it's happening there in Texas, and you still think it's no big deal? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. Popped well, up a flu shot today, as a matter of fact. Good mm-hmm. Lord. And her pneumonia shot, I think mm-hmm. she That's got. Good. She got two uh, um, uh, shots. Uh, well, she was today. at the pharmacy. Yeah, she'll probably be feeling like poop tomorrow. But that's, yeah, it's far better than her catching either one of those. Right, mom. Yeah, especially right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, she's got to have the strongest freaking immune system possible. Yeah. I worry about the mom. She's oh, good. Yeah. She's always she's good about wearing her mask. So good. 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 As a matter of fact, I'll be making her a secondary one. Uh, well, she's got a couple right now, but only one with elastic. So tomorrow is one of you know, hers is in the black batch. Oh, cute. Yeah. The black thread. Well, Charlene, when you need more elastic, you let me know. <laughs> I shall, because <laughs> I've got a stack of cut and interfaced and uh, to go. Uh, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I may go downtown on Saturday. I may get some white elastic, just because it's nice to have a variety. Yes. Oh, what? Meta. <laughs> yeah, well, because you get the 144 yards for like 20 bucks. My God, awesome. that's amazing. So sending you 15 yards is not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, as a matter of fact, for Patreon, uh, we I am making a uh, black and gray uh, mask to give away for one of the patrons. Oh, Yay. Nice. It's dice. It's one of the um uh here I'll show you the the fabric. It's fabric. Get it out. Lined with super soft old t shirt or uh, pillowcase fabric. So it's it was originally black fabric, but it's uh over time it has become just this gray, you know, <laughs> of so yeah, many washings stuff and stuff. Great. I like to get yeah. like for patterning and stuff when I can't when I don't have any uh, muslin, I'll run over to Goodwill and I'll pick up an old sheet, like a king size sheet. It's mm-hmm. Amazing that you can cut out of that shit. So I have cut three masks out of this fabric. Oh, nice! And I have enough. I think maybe. For one more, if you know, because I'm not pattern matching or anything. Oh, that's great! Since fabric. it's a, it's a random style, I got. This I like Jim. it. Um, I got this for Jim. I let him pick. I I had a a bunch saved, and I asked him which one he'd prefer, and this is the one he chose. Um, and I can yeah. get one more mask out of. Cute. Yeah. Oh, Kelly, just random. Do you want me to put your bag out that has all of your, like, um, your dice tray stuff in it? Yes. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. I will do that. We'll we'll do the trade-off. Yes. <laughs> Wave at each other through the window. That's a small product that I can make at home. Because yeah. 
literally you saw the, the my space. That is my cutting yeah. space. And you can actually see the iron in the first play, in the first image that I sent that's on the edge of the bookcase. And I fold that thing over and move the machine over a little bit, and that's where I iron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, although I'm going to clean up the room a little more and hopefully put the ironing table in here. Okay. Um, but uh, – um, and me, right now, I've got the table open and bags and bags and bags of stuff because I have to set up 165 tool bags. Oh, my goodness. Yes. But, but uh, I haven't got the fabric yet, so I'm sewing all the bits and pieces. Hey, it's it's nice when you can, you know, do some of the prep work. Well, all I, it's all prepped, so it's just once I get the pieces, I mark them, sew all the bits down, sew them up. And I've calculated I can probably put together 10 a day. Once all the parts are together. Oh, that's good. So basically, it'll take me a little over a month to do them all, but I'll have well over a thousand dollars coming out of that. Ooh, mm-hmm. which that's makes really me good. a happy nice. girl. Makes me a very happy girl. It should. Yes. So you're paid per piece. <laughs> yeah, the big ones I get paid thirteen dollars each. The little ones I do for five. Cool. Well, I mean, it's not it's not commensurate with my regular hourly rate. Yeah. It will be once I move back to Utah. But mm. yeah. Oh well, but that's good, girl. Because you know, if I can do a hundred in a month of the big bags, that's over a thousand bucks right there. That's right. That's, that's and food. Great. And food. Yeah. Plus, plus, I've got a job waiting for me. Yay. Because, so I mean, so Connie good. calls me up and she goes, okay, bitch, when are you going to be here? Because I got some freaking work for you. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you need to pack your shit up and get in the car. <laughs> it's like, hello, bitch, I told you. End of the year so as soon as I can come. She goes, I need you to come and fucking work for me. <laughs> I love her so much. She's, she's That's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. That's so you know, cool. Yeah. So, like, I've got work for you. I have a job for you. And it starts it starts at like 15 bucks an hour, which is half what I'm making now. But yeah, but it's like a third. Yeah, but that's pretty good for you know like Utah know or Utah, you know. Yeah. Cost of living there's yeah. a whole bunch lower. Oh hell yeah. Southern California for sure. Uh-huh. Cake. Come on. Come on. <laughs> what are you doing? He's cake? like he's across the house. Too. He's across the house and he's just praying forlornly. Cake! Someone come rescue me. I'm trapped by an invisible force field. Cake! Come on! Oh my goodness. All right, well, we should do the RPG a day Mm -hmm. thing. Yes, we should. Okay, so uh, RPG a day, basically it's a one-word prompt, and we somehow relate that one word to RPGs because, you know, and I will warn you, this year's list is is totally crazy pants of random words. Mm. It's weird. It's It's totally weird. weird. So today word is going to be rest as in like long or short rest at least that's how i'm interpreting it yeah for sure or does that mean well, gms and players should rest before a game pre or, or is on what a game is that a rest? or is a Actually, game a rest from the rest of life right now 
It's just that, it's definitely a respite. That's true. That's true. That's a good uh, perspective on it. Because how many of us are are doing it to to get you know out of the regular home drum? COVID lifestyle. Let's game. <laughs> you know, it's like I, in the store at the grocery store, I had to go get some stuff for lunches and I'm at the store and I'm going, yeah, I got to hustle out of here because it's D and D night. The guy looks at me and goes, what? It's D and D night. I go online and we, we play our D and D game. Oh my God. I haven't heard of anybody playing D and D for years. I go, where the hell are you? Because we're all out there. Exactly. <laughs> I sure. I was even going to use that same term. But, yeah, uh, there's a shit ton of us. All you got to do is you go online and you say, are there D&D games around here? Or you go and get Roll20. There are games and they will find something for you. Yeah, there is mm-hmm. a uh, a finder. And, you know, the rest of the world is gaming. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, you need to get out there. And it's like, no, I have to go kill some demons to make the world safe for the rest of the world. Right? <laughs> Well, and I, on our shoulders. And I, I have to uh, play D&D to maintain the rest of my sanity. <laughs> such as it is. Yeah. That, it's, there's not much left, so we have to do this. It's and a short rest. <laughs> it's a very short it's, rest. It's definitely, like, even starting last year, it was nice to see the whole RPG uh, renaissance start. Of new games were coming out, more people were getting back into gaming. Folks were saying, "I haven't gamed in years. Now I want to game some more." Well, I, I walked into the Kathy's to pick up a machine at the end of last week, and I had my uh, purse that has a D20 stitched on the front of it. Uh-huh. And so they were unpacking it and going to test it to make sure everything worked. And the gentleman who was carrying it for me, he's like, "D20." And I'm like, yeah, because I'm an RPG gamer. Didn't you notice my mask? Because I was wearing my rainbow mask uh-huh. with all my little D&D, you know, uh, stuff on it because it's pretty and it's mm-hmm. fun. And um, <laughs> he's like, I haven't played D&D since I was a kid. And I'm like, really? You know, you know, there's lots of us out there. You know, we play <laughs> online. You know, I was oh, telling nice. him about Roll20 and That's TGG. A- TGG does uh, a D&D boot camp. I don't know if they're doing it right now. but uh, Yeah, unfortunately with the COVID thing, they're, they're not. But as soon as it's released, they said they are going to get back to it. Yeah. It's right. Which well, Callum and Gavin want to play D&D with me. We could do that. Do they have you know- <laughs> I think the thing is, Jim mentioned a a gaming renaissance, and I think that's been going on for longer than just the past year. I feel like the last decade has really seen a lot more um, enthusiasm every year and more Mm -hmm. people playing. And also within the community, there has been more conversation about how D&D is not just the land of... Uh, straight white guys, the rest of the world <laughs> also wants to play like, you know, queer folks, people of color, you know, women. We all want an opportunity to sit down at the table and also to feel welcome mm-hmm. and to feel like we're not going to face you know, sexism, racism, homophobia at the table, that we're going to be treated like the rest of the group. Um, with respect and with equity at the gaming table. So 
And I think that conversation has sort of made an increasingly fruitful community for there to be this kind of renaissance. Like, Definitely. If you continue to have a community full of gatekeepers who are unwelcoming and people who don't want to make space for new players and people who don't want to make space and hold space for people who look different from themselves, then your community is going to stagnate and eventually it will die. It oh, withers and dies a slow death. It will rest in peace, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or in pieces. It will rest, and it will never recover its power to do anything. It won't recharge any of its magic. <laughs> I hope you're getting this, Jim. <laughs> I am definitely getting this. I mean, okay, after all, let's be honest. Let's look back in the early gaming days, like I can say from like my gaming, early gaming days and Kelly's early gaming days. Why does a group that was once once upon a time looked down upon as being gamers, would they exclude anyone to join their, their, their love of RPGs? I'm just going to say. I don't get it. It, you know, personally, I've always had diverse gaming groups. That's just because you guys know me. If I'll be like, talk about RPG to place, and a person says, I want a game, and I'm like, here, here's the time and place. Okay. Just show up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Come on in. But, Plenty of but room. There's no reason for gatekeeping or excluding in any way, shape, or form in RPGs, because, damn it, we all need diversity. <laughs> diversity lets you thrive. Yeah. I mean, how often yeah. do you have, like, okay, a band of pure humans go out and actually do anything in D&D. Ew, pure humans. Now, All of a sudden, someone no, sets the sun and nobody can see. And, yeah, it's... No, you gotta have a variety. <laughs> I, so, I have to agree with start you. with that variety in RL? I mean, I agree with you, Jim, like, and, and Evie. The diversity is a strength. And having the many perspectives from many walks of life, from many different kinds of people playing your game makes for a better game. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a richer game, a more welcoming game, a more lively gaming experience. So I do want to play with other people, but also as a person who is a woman and who is queer, I want to come to the table and feel like I'm going to be okay at the table. And that is definitely not the case at every table that I've sat down to play at. So (laughs) it's really nice to see this conversation happening Mm -hmm. and to see more of an emphasis on making tables a welcoming place for people to game, whether they're virtual or real life tables. You know, yeah, absolutely. It's like it's not just for one group. It's for all the rest of us. Yeah. And just looking at some like with fifth edition and some of the, and the earlier ones, uh, they already started including more uh, diversity in the illustrations. Um, so I think it's been progressing forward. And I think it's really trying to take now instead of just steps it's trying to take a, a leaps mm-hmm. um uh to include and and be more sensitive uh to the rest of the world as a matter of fact i don't know if you've heard uh they're going to be revamping um and i think they're start i forget they're starting with the ravenloft is it which one are these uh yeah, but the they're going to be they're actually bringing in um uh consultants um, for sensitivity 
on like um so like the Romani and stuff, you know, how uh and getting their perspectives on, you know, you know, because gypsy is a negative term, you know, so it's not just yeah, negative. It's yeah, yeah. it's a very bad term. <laughs> exactly. And but what so what they're doing is they're taking existing um, material and they're going to be re-releasing it, but that it's been reviewed. Um, they're trying to make it more sensitive. Now, I know you get all the people who are like, eh, it's just an excuse to make more money or, you know, it's just an excuse to do this. It's just, you know. Yeah, but, but the people that are doing I that think, are not part of these groups. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that it shows that they are willing to move forward. And by the fact that they're they're bringing in people to get that perspective um, says a lot. Yeah, it does. It does. That they're and at least like, ag- acknowledging and, you know, evolving. Well, and That's it important. also... Oh, go ahead, Evie. It's important because it needs to be accessible for everyone, not just um, young white teenagers. Or mm-hmm. young white 35-year-olds. Who used to be dudes. Simply hey, at kidding. 35, young I was still a teenager. Young Right. But no, I, I think it also speaks to how the persistence of the community that has spoken up and spoken out and pushed back on the different um, game platforms and game designers has been really effective in starting to initiate some change. And I also think that D&D is such a powerhouse that when they start to change things, they have an effect on the rest of the gaming community, right? Oh, so, yeah, totally. Point, actually, yeah, because th- if you think about it, they were kind of the first, you know, the, the so they kind of set the stage initially. And you're right. I think that um, when they start making adaptations, um, uh, others sort of follow suit or um they they see what others have done and they're like you know what we never thought of that let's look into doing that Mm -hmm. they're willing to do that we've had so much stuff happening the last couple months especially for sensitivity to other people in real life that i think that's starting to spread out and different companies are recognizing that there is a problem and they want to make a change to make it better in their specific area. And I well, think we're going to see a lot of that. And and more people are saying, you know what? It's not cool. That's not cool. More people are, are I mean, they may have always thought it was not cool or, you know, but now they're actually saying it. Well, there's and, a reason why I'm buying Ben and Jerry's ice cream again. Right? <laughs> oh, Ben and Jerry's. They I mean, I've always liked me. them, but the fact that they get out there out front and going, yeah, let's go get our asses arrested protesting and shit. They're great. <laughs> They're very vocal. But no, I think hey. the other thing, and Jim, I think you see this too because we're both on Twitter and we both use a lot of social media. And I know that I follow a lot of gamers and game designers and the gaming community on Twitter, and you do as well. There have been a lot of people who've worked for Wizards of the Coast, who've worked for these different gaming companies and platforms that have been speaking up 
about their negative experiences as people of color, as women, mm-hmm. as queer folks in these communities who have been working as professionals behind the scenes. And that has been sort of a spearhead for the change as well. So not only are the people who play these games speaking up, but the people who make them are like, you know what, being a, a black person or, you know, a queer person or a woman or whatever, working on these games, um, I was always treated as a second class citizen, not like the rest of the team. And so that's been starting to ripple through the community as well. I think it's mm-hmm. it's hard. It's some big uh, changes, but in the environment of Black Lives Matter and all of the unrest right now in society, I'm happy to see these changes being reflected in gaming. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Great. awesome. You know, mm-hmm. society at large and a lot of these office buildings may not be recognizing that they're fucked up, but our worlds do. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, yeah. they're all warlocks. And, and <laughs> I work, I'm a warlock because I work for a major conglomerate. <laughs> you sold your soul to some some elder elder god, you know. You get your stipends of daily spells, you know. Continue to pay your tithe, and you here's your spells per day. I can work in my own space now, right? I have my own cauldron. I don't have to commute. <laughs> you could just call the demons yeah, Hi, I currently warlock from home. How can I cantrip you today? <laughs> yes. A funny idea is like if that really were a game setting, like if you could just put your your uh webcam and microphone inside the pentacle and call the <laughs> team into your webcam and be like, yeah, man. Uh, I'm you don't sorry. have to come all the way here. Just answer my question. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know if you've been maintaining social distance in the realms of hell. I'm not sure <laughs> what your hand washing regime is down there. Um, if hey, love will kill anything. <laughs> so I just thought we better have a social distance soul exchange. It's not, it's not anything about you. Just offer <laughs> is now just to being be a ingredient. <laughs> it is. It's in a number of, you know, <laughs> it's in a number of. <laughs> You know, <laughs> COVID-19 hits. Nobody wants to go to the Lord of Pit of Pestilence. You know, nobody wants to go near him. Just saying. <laughs> well, there's a reason. At least the rest of us don't. <laughs> the rest of us don't. already it's here. Exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> All right. Well, should we give it a rest now? The rest of the Maybe. world, the rest of the community, the rest of everybody that wasn't included. <laughs> We've been talking about rest all along. Yeah, we've been talking about the rest of us who are, who have for a long time been Ooh, treated like one. we're not welcome. I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. It, yeah. We, it's resting in your hands now. Oh. It all rests with you now. Oh, oh. <laughs> no responsibility, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Oh, he likes the pressure. That's why he's true. They like that. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. <laughs> Just likes control. 
know. When I'm DMing, it's not because I like the pressure. It's because I like being able to shape a story and, yeah. you know, lead, lead people through that experience. Um, and I have, like, a, a vision of what I want the story to start out with. So mm-hmm. uh, I try not to hold on to that too long because it never it happens. It never remains once the players are involved. Yeah. Once they give players Rusted. free reign, Rusted they break it. Yeah. <laughs> free reign players, what can you say? <laughs> well, yeah. Hurting cats can be easier sometimes. <laughs> this That's is true. But you just never know what players are going to get up to when, once they get rolling. No. no I mean, course. even us. Okay. Honestly. Jim, did you oh. think we were going to, like, negotiate with the water spirits? I did not see that coming, no. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. yeah. For RPG Day 2020, that's a really good place to wrap it up there. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition, and Scion, Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.